Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we come to part two of Pastor Jim's series of sermons on prayer, centered on Jesus' teaching on the subject in Matthew chapter 6. We'll finish our look at the Lord's Prayer, recorded in verses 9 through 13. The first part of the prayer addresses God, recognizing His holiness and sovereign hand over His creation. Beginning in verse 11, we begin to see requests. What do you pray for? When do you pray? Is it only when you want something you don't have, or want God to remove something that you do have, like a challenging circumstance? How does that idea of prayer differ from the model Jesus provides us here? Are there ways, perhaps, that we should remodel our prayers? Some of us may need to completely demolish the old way and replace it with this new way. Some of us just need to take prayer more seriously and pray far more often. There are lessons to learn here for every Christian, so we hope you'll join us every day this week. For this day, here is today's piece of the message entitled, Pray Like This, Part 2. Now notice he states it positively, then negatively. You forgive, and your Father will forgive you. You don't forgive, and your Father will not forgive you. If you hold grudges... And if you don't forgive, if you're not known to be a person whose general life pattern is practicing grace toward others and extending forgiveness toward others, might that be a sign that you don't belong to the king? Might that be a sign that you're not saved? Well... It could be. I can't definitively say that, but at a minimum, I can say this. If you say that you're a Christian, if you profess Christ, we accept you as part of the fellowship based upon that that profession of faith. But if you profess Christ and you are holding a grudge against someone, or if you are carrying around bitterness about some time that that you were wronged, this should convict you. This should make your heart ache. This should make you cry out to God, Lord, be merciful to me, the sinner. That's what this is here for. Jesus said, look, I, I want you to understand You you know that surpassing righteousness? It begins with forgiveness. And forgiveness is a transforming thing. So let this example of how to pray stimulate you. It's meant to guide you for when you talk to Almighty God. And as you commune with Him, these kinds of thoughts should play over and over in your mind. Look at it one more time. Pray then in this way, 
Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Yeah, we took two sermons on it, but we didn't go into all the minutiae of all of those things. We could take each of those elements of that prayer, each of those petitions could easily become a sermon in and of its own. But rather than deal with all the minutiae of all the details, of all the implications, of all the subpoints, I wanted to major on who God is as is reflected in this sample prayer. Understand, prayer is you as a needy, adopted child of God, having the privilege to speak to Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. He has said a lot to you. He's put the whole, he put it, put it all in a book. This is how he speaks to you. And then he says, you know what? Come. I- I'm happy to listen to you. Oh, I know what you need before you ask. But come and talk to me. Praying is communing with this most awesome creator of the universe. And understand, prayer is not primarily designed for you to get what you want from God. A lot of people think of prayer as kind of the spiritual 38 special. I'm going to point this weapon at God and hold him hostage until he gives me what I want. That's, that's not prayer. I've already decided that I'm going to take another week and maybe it'll be in the white spaces between verse 15 and verse 16 in the chapter 6 of, of Matthew. But I, I want to talk about that issue of praying diligently, fervently, consistently, in a heartfelt way, from a standpoint of faith and, and calling on God. Do you always get what you think you want? No. Well, how, how, do, we, how do we deal with that? I mean, what is it about maybe our, our misunderstanding of prayer that leads us to, to think that way? Now, there's a lot of great theology about prayer in the Bible, but there is a much greater mountain of mythology about prayer that often gets, that often gets st- said and, and taught. So I want to massage that a little bit, but think about knowing Him better and better as you pray. He is our Father in heaven. We don't cower before Him because He's the Father who loves us so much. He sent His Son so that the Son would die that we might live and we could be His children. His holiness is consuming. Prayer 
will achieve its rightful, lofty position in your life when you all the more recognize and respect and pursue the holiness of God. When you pray, it should always be yearning for the kingdom to come to earth. The blessed hope of every Christian, according to Titus, is the the return of Jesus Christ, the coming of His kingdom to earth. Whenever you call out to God, it should always be with the yearning to say, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Even Jesus prayed that. If possible, Father, let this cup pass from me. But what? Not my will, but yours be done. Every time you put a morsel to your lips, it should be a reminder to come with a thankful heart, to acknowledge that God hears you when you say, give us this day our daily bread, and He knows your every need before you you ask. And every time you pray, you should remember that you have no basis to come and speak to God apart from the fact that you stand in His grace, clothed in the righteousness of His Son. And so it's always correct to say, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And if you start to gag when you say that second spot, that second part, because there's somebody you haven't forgiven, well, there's, there's work to do. Stand in His grace, bask in His goodness, Revel in His kindness and let it change your heart toward other people. And likewise, when you pray, should be expressing your commitment not to be presumptuous. Not to say, oh, you know, thanks for Jesus, glad I got Him, I, I got everything else handled now. No, it's do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, the last words of the Bible dovetail perfectly with these words from the Sermon on the Mount. Revelation 22, 20 and 21. He who testifies to these things, Jesus, says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Here's a closing thought. I will also make it my closing prayer. It comes from the pen of the Apostle Paul, written from his prison cell in Rome. And he says this, and this is how I would pray for all of us, For all of you, in whatever your circumstances are, whatever your need is, whatever your pain is, whatever your loss is, whatever your your, your joy is, I'd pray this way for you. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church, and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You know, I can think of a whole lot of things. And he says, I'm going to give you super abundantly beyond whatever you can ask, whatever you can think of. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.